friends, welcome back. Today I want to talk about engagement surveys, how to ask the right questions, what to do once you get the answers, and then how to prioritize different broken parts of your employee experience once you get clear patterns in that data, how to figure out what to work on in the, in the right order. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I have a terrible glare on my glasses. I'm in the coolest, cute little conference room here in Austin. So it's got such fantastic natural lighting that I look like, who's that character from X-Men who has lasers that come out of his eyes? <sighs> I know it's not laser eye. I don't know who it is. Professor X, someone, Wolverine, maybe it was Wolverine. Anyway, engagement surveys. So if you're not familiar with Gallup, Gallup is a advisory and analytics company that um, worldwide is known for its public opinion polls. And they studied over 2.7 million employees and over 100,000 teams and came up with this really great, well-known framework for these 12 questions that are the questions you should ask in your engagement survey. They created these questions and worded them a certain way because they're the least likely to change over time as workplaces evolve, best practices and, and the way teams are laid out and structured and how the work gets done. As that all evolves, especially after COVID, these questions still measure the employee experience very well. So it also avoids question fatigue and you having to come up with 50 questions off the top of your head to make sure you're asking everyone about every unique moment of every individual employee journey. I mean, everyone's having a different experience working for your company. Although they all work for your company, it can be hard to know what questions to ask. So I'm going to show you or walk you through what those 12 questions are. And then I want to show you this really neat framework for figuring out what to work on first. So First, let's start with the, the 12 questions. If you haven't sent a engagement survey this year, it's a great way to kick off the year to get the roadmap and the data for HR or the people team to figure out where you're going to spend your time for the rest of the year, especially if you're dealing with quiet quitting and voluntary turnover. You know, quiet quitting is when you have a workplace full of apathetic barely functioning zombies who are just collecting a paycheck and they don't really want to problem solve. It's when people show up and do the bare minimum and it's good enough. And so they don't really get fired, but they're not operating at their full potential. And voluntary turnover is when employees get another job and they leave without at being asked to, which is very expensive for your company to recruit hire, onboard a new employee, and then they need time to ramp and actually be successful in their role. It is said on average, when you lose a, f a tenured, fully functioning employee, it can cost up to 100% to 150% of their annual salary and just lost productivity, lost time spent on projects they would have been working on and recruiting, hiring and onboarding costs. So Quiet quitting and voluntary turnover are bad, which is why you send out engagement surveys to see how everyone's doing and, and figure out what exactly is causing people to feel this way. Most workplaces are dealing with a disengaged workforce. So if you are, and you know, you are, I'm not going to say it's okay. It's not okay, but it's not unique to you. And it can be tough to figure out where you're falling short in the employee experience and why people are disengaged. Um, but luckily you have surveys to set you free. Pingboard has a really delightful surveys tool that automates the work for you. It's really tough too in your role when you own payroll and compliance and all these other parts of the business, recruiting, onboarding, employee development. There's not always time to then go ask everyone what they think when you know everyone's disengaged. You're like, oh my God, I don't have time for this. So surveys in Pingboard are delightful. Employees love using them. They're very user-friendly for you as the person building them. We have a question library and templates and a neat little dashboard to show you results in real time. 
So back to engagement surveys though, whether it's just you on your HR team or your people team, or it's you and a couple other people, it doesn't matter your size, your bandwidth or your budget surveys are where it's at. And it's the skill you need to get great at to figure out where to spend your time and energy and resources that you do have. So an engagement survey can tend to have lower participation because it's, it's the longer format. We've got the pulse survey, we've got the engagement survey and the ENPS survey. This is your therapy session. This is where people can really get into their feelings. And these are the 12 questions that you should ask according to Gallup that will pinpoint exactly where you might be falling short in your employee experience that's causing people to leave. I'm going to read them out what they are. I might give you my spin on a couple of these, but here are the 12 questions. I know what is expected of me at work. I have the materials and equipment I need to do my work right. At work, I have the opportunity to do what I do best every day. In the last seven days, I've received recognition or praise for doing good work. My supervisor or someone at work seems to care about me as a person. There's someone at work who encourages my development. At work, my opinion seems to count. The mission or purpose of my company makes me feel my job is important. My associates or fellow employees are committed to doing quality work. I have a best friend at work, although I would say, you know, just generally you could make that one. I have a friend at work. I don't think I have a best friend at work. I I just feel like that's kind of like a little too specific, but that's what Gallup says. I say, just say, I have a friend at work. In the last six months, someone at work has talked to me about my progress. And this last year, I've had opportunities at work to learn and grow. So you ask all these 12 questions and across the board at your company, there seems to be a pattern with a few of these where everybody answered negatively, or there's just clearly some work to be done where people across teams answered negatively, people across one specific manager answered negatively. So what do you do in the situation where you you notice, for example, I have the materials and equipment I need to do my work right. And in the last six months, someone at work has talked to me about my progress. Which one do you focus on? Add to it, maybe let's say there was a third one and it's the mission or purpose of my company makes me feel my job is important. What's your plan of attack? Even if there's more than that, where there's negative feedback, remember the negative feedback is good. That's your employees telling you something's broken. If people are quitting and giving you great engagement scores, that means they are just not feeling safe enough to take your survey and and there's work to be done there to build trust back. And I talk about that in my webinar. You can link to it or uh, check out the link in the show notes. But what do you do? What if they all got a negative score and you're like, cool, what do I do now? How do, do do I just like eeny, meeny, miny, moe? Do I just pick one? No. If you remember Maslow's hierarchy of needs, maybe from middle school or high school, whenever you learned about this, it's a concept in psychology where there are five hierarchical needs for a person to thrive. And it starts at the bottom with physiological needs like air, water, food, shelter. You need those things just to survive. Then it moves up to safety needs like security, employment, resources, health, property, Then you go up to love and belonging, which is friendship, family, then esteem, which is respect, self-esteem, status, recognition, then self-actualization, which is the desire for you to become the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. But if you don't have food and shelter or any friends, how are you going to be the best version of yourself? You can't just skip to the top of the pyramid. So the whole concept was these are the order of the the basic human needs that need to be met for you to move on to the next stage and get to the highest version of oneself. 
So that can now be applied to the employee hierarchy of needs. All those 12 questions from Gallup can be grouped into categories on the basic needs, individual needs, teamwork, and growth. So I know if you're not watching on YouTube, you can't see what I'm talking about, but the 12 questions map very nicely to need to haves, like an employee can't function if you scored low on, I have materials and equipment, I need to do my work right. That's in the basic needs section. That has to be fixed before you can say there's someone at work who encourages my development. That's in the individual category. That has to come after you're meeting the basic needs for the materials and equipment. It doesn't matter if they're being encouraged to develop and grow in their role. And it's like, well, but the software that we use isn't right. And we're, we're all using one login for this one tool and it's making everyone crazy. And then other people get logged out. It's very inefficient and it pisses everyone off. You're not meeting the basic needs. You got to fix the questions in the order really that they, they crop up. So 12 question at the growth stage is this last year, I've had opportunities at work to learn and grow. You can't work on that if they don't have the materials and equipment they need. This was just a quick episode just to show you there is a way to, once you get the data, you might be overwhelmed. Maybe everything scored negatively. Maybe there were five or six questions on Gallup's 12 questions that scored negatively, or maybe there were just two and you're like, which one do I focus on first? This framework will show you very obviously what needs need to be met first before you can move on to fixing other parts of the employee experience. I hope this was helpful. I think it's it's always good to simplify. And as Gallup simplified in those 12 questions, it's still a little complicated if you don't have something visual like this in place that shows you in what order do employees need certain things in order to be appreciative and get the most out of what's at the next level. Keep Gallup's 12 questions in mind. Don't pepper your people with a bunch of random questions that you made up because you're going to confuse both you and them. And then you'll be swimming in data and redundancies and they're not going to finish the survey because it's too long or too confusing. Follow those 12 questions. A tool like Pingboard can help you do it, but hopefully you're using a tool and you're not just using Google Forms or, you know, you need you need something in place that can... Uh, be layered onto different parts of the employee experience. And Pingboard's got your peer recognition, your one-on-ones, surveys, other parts of the employee experience and the journey covered. When your CEO or when your executive team is like, why is everybody disengaged? You can say, instead of like, I don't know, and you're having me do so much other stuff and we're just, we're losing talent. Our pipeline is low. I don't know why people are engaged. No, you can say, Well, according to our last engagement survey, these are our problem areas, and this is the order in which I'm going to work on it because these are the needs that need to be met before we can rise to the next level and for those other needs to mean anything once we fix them. This is what I'm working on. This is my plan of attack, and this is my plan for driving engagement. Oh my gosh, show them this slide. I'll give it to you. I'll give you links to all of this stuff. Show them this slide and be like, yo, this is our employee hierarchy of needs. This is where we're falling short. This is, this is what I propose. That's, those are the moments where you shine and I can't wait to hear all about it. Message me on LinkedIn and be like, I talked to my executives and this is, they loved the, the hierarchy. They, they didn't know about the Gallup questions or they did. We just hadn't tried it. So surveys set you free, get really good at surveys. And then you will have the answers from your people telling you why they're quitting, why they're quiet quitting and why they're disengaged then you can have confidence in in what you're working on. And you're not just like feeling around in the dark for answers. Like that's how you accidentally end up throwing virtual happy hours and sending everybody a Grubhub gift card. And you're like, oh, engagement's still low. That's just not the critical problem solving type solution where you really took the time to analyze why people are feeling the way they feel, which is why a free text response is so important after these questions. 
to get to the right solutions and really work on the right stuff. Sure, people feel disconnected. Sure, people miss being in the office, some of them. And they, they feel isolated or they feel burned out or their, their workload's too much. But these 12 questions will get more into why. Like, why are you burned out because you don't feel connected to our company's mission and what we're trying to achieve? Are you burned out because your manager stinks and never tells you good job and never meets with you? Are you burned out because we don't have the right software in place or the, the structure in place for you to, to have access to the tools you need to do the best work that you're capable of? Or do you not even know what your goals are? And we are we not even holding you accountable to goals and you are laying awake at night trying to figure out if you're even successful in your role? Those are all different things that are like, well, I'm disengaged. So that's why we don't throw pizza parties and send out Grubhub gift cards. And those are accidental pat, pats on the head that make employees kind of annoyed. This is the company changing people centric move that you can and will make. And you'll be able to show real impact with a dashboard and your tool like you can in Pingboard to show like, look over time how I drove engagement and look at the survey results and how they evolved. And we made these changes at these times. And you can see how we went from a revenue customer focused company to a people first company. And now we still have the revenue and the great customer relations because our employees are happy and they're having their needs met. It all comes together so nicely. That's that's what HR and people ops is, is supposed to be focused on is like the the people piece and the, the getting people to hit their highest potential and having the right stuff in place for it to happen. This is, this is how you get there. So find me on LinkedIn and let me know if this was helpful or if you've used it. And I always love to hear what's going on with you and what's getting in the way so I can continue to make more episodes for you. I have no shortage of topics. You should see my content calendar. You guys, I wish I could podcast 24 seven. I have so much that I want to share and all this research I've done. We're going to go into a series about one-on-ones and onboarding here pretty soon. We've been very surveys heavy and focused this month, A, because they're actually my favorite tactic to talk about. They're my favorite tool. And I think your best bet to fixing disengagement at your company. It's, it's the way that you really rein everything in and get the, get the answers to the, the hard questions you're trying to answer. But I am also just as passionate about one-on-ones and the relationship between an employee and their manager. Those episodes are coming soon. And then onboarding, my goodness, that is the first impression of a new employee after they've recruited and, and interviewed. You know, the onboarding is kind of setting the stage. Are they going to be an engaged employee right off the bat? Or are you going to accidentally push them off a disengagement cliff into a hole that you're going to have to pull them out of later because you gave bad bad because you gave bad onboarding and it's never intentional. I say bad onboarding. Of course it's not on purpose, but these next episodes in the coming months are going to talk a lot about doing the little things right in those two arenas, one-on-ones and onboarding and how it's, those are huge engagement drivers too. So surveys set you free, follow Gallup's 12 questions, uh, use the employee hierarchy of needs to decide what to work on first when you get your survey results back and you notice the patterns follow me on LinkedIn, follow the channel on YouTube and leave us a review, whatever platform you're listening on and let us know what you think of the content. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.